0: The Create and Thrive Podcast, episode 131. Look back, move forward. A yearly review process. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010. And since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers just like you create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Hey Thrivers, Jess here, welcome to the final episode of the podcast for 2017 slash the first episode of the podcast for 2018. So today I wanted to take you through a process of reviewing your year. So learning what went well, what didn't go so well, so that we can be really clear on that before we move forward into starting a brand new year in business. Before I dive into that, though, I want to send a shout out to this episode's Thrive a Circle member, Diane Evans. And Diane writes of her experience with the circle, I love being part of the circle. It's wonderful to be able to seek advice from and be inspired by, share experiences with an amazingly supportive bunch of people who genuinely get what running a handmade business involves. This podcast wouldn't exist without the support of the members of the Thriver Circle. So thank you, Diane, and thank you to every single member of the circle who make this podcast possible. And with that in mind, one of the things I'm changing in 2018 is I'm mixing up how the podcast is running a little bit. So from here on in, there are going to be two free episodes a month, two substantial free episodes a month rather than the one a week that I was doing previously. There also might be a few little mini episodes here and there. Um, I'm going to be starting a Q&A series of videos. So nice short little videos answering one question about handmade business. And I'll be publishing them on the Create and Thrive Facebook page and on YouTube. So I'll probably put the audio to those up on the podcast as well. But there's also going to be one members only episode every month for Thriver Circle members. This is my way of giving back. Uh, to the circle because without them, this podcast wouldn't exist. They're the ones that make it financially viable uh, to actually keep this free podcast going. So one episode a month of the podcast is going to be members only, available to people in the Thriver Circle. If you want to join us, you can. Membership is open right now. Head on over to ThriverCircle.com. It's only 15 AUD, that's Australian dollars per month, equivalent to like 12 bucks us um depending on exchange rates of course so it's really super duper affordable and i deliberately kept it that way it's you know the thriver circle's been running for three years now i've never changed the price and i don't plan on doing so i really want to keep it affordable uh, because i want as many people as possible to be able to join us and become part of the community the amazing community they are fantastic people I've, they're the, like, they're the nicest, most supportive bunch of people I've ever known. So if you want to come over and join us, please do. Not only do you get your, your members only podcast, of course, and the community support and me, I'm in the circle every day, answering questions, giving you my opinion on, you know, anything that you're doing. So that's basically the only way to get that one-on-one with me. If that's something you would like to do, uh, we have calls every month, live, Uh, Chats every month. There's obviously all of the words like 30 video workshops in there on handmade business topics that I've created for you. And of course the your year to thrive program my year long course that teaches you everything I wish I'd known (laughs) when I started my handmade business to help you really move forward and have your best year. So do come and join us if you'd like to do that. And if you'd like to support the podcast, joining the Thriver Circle, even if you just join for a month or two, and then, you know, if it, if it's not working for you, leave. That's, that's really why I make it a monthly payment. I don't have a, you know, sign up for a year or anything like that. I only want you to pay for it if you're using it and finding it valuable. So that's why it is affordable and that's why it's a pay-by-the-month system. Um, you know, you've got to really be choosy about what you spend your investment on to grow your business. And I understand that. And that's why it's only $15 a month and pay by the month, leave anytime. So this episode, we're going to be reviewing the year that has been. So this is how it's going to work. If you heard my little spiel, um, the other day I popped on the podcast feed uh, talking about I've actually turned this into a mini course called look back, move forward. Why have I done that? Well, it's because I actually want you to do this. <laughs> the last thing I want you to do is listen to this episode, go, hey, that's a really great idea. I should totally get around to that. And then suddenly it's December 2018 and you never got around to it. <laughs> OK, so I've turned it into a mini course. This is how it's going to work. There's this podcast. In this podcast, I'm outlining the 10 questions you should ask yourself to review your your year. Uh, They're themed, so each set of two questions kind of go together. Then I'm going to email you over five days, the first five days of 2018, January 1st onwards. I'm going to send you an email with two of the questions for you to workshop and actually do. It'll take you like 10 minutes each day. To to do this, I, you know, I say grab a journal or open a word document, you know, title it, look back, move forward or my year yearly review, whatever you want to do, and then just do it every day, do those little bits. And then by the end of it, you'll have your review done and you'll be clear on what 2017 was all about for your business and how you can move forward effectively. So in order to take part in that, if you want to join us for the little mini course aspect, head on over to createandthrive.com forward slash LBMF. That's createandthrive.com forward slash LBMF. Pop your email in and you'll be ready to roll come January 1st. If you're already on my Create and Thrive email list, you don't need to do anything just wait and the emails will appear like magic <laughs> on January 1st um as I said each email will have a little you know the two little questions and Hopefully, my goal is to make it so that this is basically a breeze for you to do. You don't have to sit down for this big, long session. Uh, you just do a little bit each day and then you'll be ready to rock and roll. And if you're joining me and the Thriver Circle members for the Handmade Business Boot Camp starting on January 8th, this is the absolute perfect precursor to that because that is all about planning your 2018, uh working out your purpose, your um, planning and your promotion for 2018. So this is, you know, obviously the perfect thing to do before you head on into that. I hope you do come and join us. Again, there's n- absolutely no extra cost to do the handmade business boot camp. If you're a member of the Thriver Circle, you are going to get the boot camp. <laughs> it's for Thriver Circle members and not- only but again you can join us thrivercircle.com, you know where it is all right so let's dive in to this um oh i forgot i'm also going to be on facebook i'm going to be doing a live facebook every day uh f- live facebook facebook live every day january 1st to january 5th uh to discuss that day's lesson basically. So I'll again, I'll be outlining the questions, talking a little bit about them and giving you the opportunity to come and share if you want to share with me and others, uh, or ask my advice on something that came up in this process. Make sure to come on over and be part of the Facebook lives. They're running at all different times. Um, Originally, I was going to just do a set time. So it was really easy. But then I realized, hey, you know, we're all over the world. And if I choose a set time, that means some people are going to miss out completely because it's the middle of the night and they'll be asleep. And I don't expect you to get up at 2 a.m. to come and do a Facebook live with me. Um, I'd be honored, but I definitely don't expect it. So um, that's why I'm going to vary the times so that everybody has an opportunity to come and join us. All you need to do, obviously, be following the Facebook page, the Create and Thrive Facebook page, turn on the notifications, and it'll notify you when I go live so you don't miss out. Okay. I think that's all we need to know. Let's actually get into this. So the first two questions are about what I call the big three, your big three successes and your big three mistakes and what we learned from these things. Okay. We often, you know, we gloss over our successes and we really have a habit of fixating on our mistakes and stressing out about them. But important lessons can be learned from both of those things. And, you know, it's human nature to focus on the bad things because that's how we stay alive. (laughs) Back in the old days, you know, Saber Tooth Tigerland, we had to focus on what could kill us. And Things that were nice and happy, well, you know, we didn't need to focus on those so much. But I want you to. I want you to actually actively focus on these things. So question number one, answer these questions in as much detail as possible, by the way. Um, Question number one is... What were my three biggest successes this year and what did I learn from them? Number two, what were my three biggest mistakes this year and what did I learn from them? Now that second half of the question is the most important part. Uh, What did I learn from my successes and what did I learn from my mistakes? Because that is how we grow and that is how we change and that's how we move forward see what i did there (laughs) Uh, so those are the first two questions the second lot of questions is we're going to focus on the scary stuff well some of the scary stuff risk and hindsight so as i was just saying we are generally risk averse creatures we like to play it safe because with risks comes fear and who likes being afraid (laughs) very few people i am i would be guessing like being afraid but if you're gonna grow a successful business you need to get comfortable with feeling the fear and doing it anyway otherwise known as courage people are not you know courageous people don't aren't fearless they feel fear but they just know that they need to push themselves beyond that fear and do the thing anyway. That is what courage is all about. And it's courage is like a muscle. The more you do it, the more it grows. You know, risks are an inherent part of business. And if we can't bring ourselves to take risks, we'll often stall and stagnate and our business will just go nowhere fast. You know, we need to get comfortable with taking risks and being afraid. Like I've been, this is 2018 will mark the 10th anniversary of me being in business. Uh, In October, Ethereal will be 10 years old. I can't quite believe that (laughs) it's been a decade of my life. Um, But I, um, I feel fear all the time, even now, you know, I've been doing it for 10 years. It's less. And the reason it's less is because I've practiced and because I've grown my business to the point where, you know, you reach a certain level of comfort, but and, you know, and this year, this is something that, that this year has been for me, looking back in my review, 2017 deliberately for me was a year of consolidation. I didn't start anything new. I didn't, I don't think, no, as far as I can remember, we didn't even release a new piece of jewelry this year. Literally, our business kept going based on our, our stock, um, you know, our classic designs. That's going to change in 2018. I have lots of plans to, you know, do a whole bunch of new designs. Uh, We've, you know, finishing off our website redesign and really ramping up the business, the ethereal, my jewelry business in 2018. And I'm also changing some things with Create and Thrive. You know, I mentioned earlier about how the podcast is changing. Um, Another thing that's changing is uh, I'm experimenting. And this this is the thing, experimenting. I'm experimenting with actually having Thriver Circle membership open all the time for the first six months of the year. And the reason for that is because in the past, um, I only had it open uh, four times a year for very short windows. And that worked, you know, in a way. But I was really thinking about it and thinking about how I can serve you guys the best. And I realized that by only having it open four times a year, I wasn't serving you the best. At least I don't think I was, because I didn't make it available when you were ready for it. I made it available when I was ready for it, and I want to switch that up and and see what happens when I make it available when you are ready for it. So that's why that's going. To, that's why that change is happening. Um, so Thrive the Circle membership will be open all the time. Uh, you know, you can join. You can invite your friends to join it's always going to be there at least for the first six months because I'm you know it's business I'm gonna see how that works see what happens and then reassess that's what we're always doing so that's one thing that I'm doing that's that's that I'm you know a little bit scared I'm gonna be honest I'm a little bit scared <laughs> about that I'm like will people still sign up uh, if there's not sort of a sense of scarcity there are they or are they just gonna go oh well pfft, I can do that tomorrow and then never never get around to it um, so you know, it, there's a fear there for me, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try it because I think I really do think it's the best thing for my people, for you. You know, I think it's the best thing for you, so that's why I'm gonna give it a give it a try. Um, so yeah, risks happen. You've got to take them. You've got to see what happens. And it's also helpful to review our year through the lens of you know what could I have done differently. What risks did you know, what risk did you avoid that you, that could have panned out? Like, I could put off this, you know, I could put off changing the podcast and I could put off uh, having Thriver Circle membership open all the time forever. And, you know, it's something that's been on my mind for quite a while and I just decided now's the time to take the risk. You know, what risks did you take that didn't pan out? That's another thing to think about as well. You know, were there some habits, processes or systems that could have run more smoothly? Uh, Did you get in your own way? This is a big one. (laughs) We get in our own way so much. Uh, We overanalyze, we externalize, we internalize. You know, we really need to focus on what, you know, we can control. You need to focus on what you can control here rather than external factors out of your control. Don't don't get caught up in stressing about external factors out of your control. And you know the difference between what's an external factor and what you're self-perpetuating or creating in your own life. So with all that in mind, here are our two questions, number three and four. Number three, what risks have I been avoiding and why? And number four, what would I do differently if I had the year over again? All right. So the next lot of questions. This one, don't turn off now, we're talking about the money, honey, money, money, money. We need to be looking at the money. I know it can be scary. I know it can be depressing. It could also possibly be exciting and motivating. So it's really important. You know, we're in business for a lot of reasons. But at the fundamental brass tacks, bottom line, we need to be making money. That's why we're doing this. Otherwise, we would have just kept it a hobby, wouldn't we? Like, if you don't want to make money, don't be in business. So... If you're not already keeping track of your income and expenses and reviewing them on a regular basis, this needs to be a big priority for you for the year ahead. So this is a little bit of moving forward here. I'm really encouraging you start of a new year, fresh slate. If you haven't been doing this properly, start now no matter when your tax year is. Like for us, this is the middle of the tax year. So, you know, you still have to backtrack and do a bit extra work. But if your tax year especially starts on January 1st, really good time to do this. Okay, so um, keeping track of your income and your expenses and reviewing them on a regular basis. Because if you don't know what's going on with your money, you don't know how the business is doing. And if you're avoiding looking at the money because you know it's not going particularly well, that is the most important time to look at it. Um, So take the opportunity today to really examine your financial position so you know where you stand going forward. So here's our questions. Number five, what was my business revenue? So that's your gross income, all the money that came in. And what were my expenses for the year? And how does this compare with my expectations or my goals for the year? So if you did happen to set a financial goal, how does what actually happened compare to your goal? Um, for me, kind of what happened, business like uh, the jewelry business, income dropped a little bit this year. Well, uh, we, d- we were closed for almost two months uh, all up, so that's not terribly surprising. But also, like I said, remember, we this was a year of consolidation. We didn't do anything new or exciting this year. We just kind of let the business tick over. It was almost, you know, the, the idea of a sabbatical, right? Um, you work for seven years, you have a sabbatical. I kind of wanted to do that, but at the same time, I wasn't happy with the idea of like shutting my business for six months. So this year was sort of, in a way, a micro sabbatical. Like we kind of took, we took the foot off the accelerator this year and just kind of let it cruise because um, we knew it would still be okay. You know, we still made we still made plenty of money um, to live on. So that, you know, that was what we did. So for me, the fact that we didn't make as much money in ferial this year as last year came at absolutely no surprise. However, next year, putting the accelerator back on, doing all the things I know we have to do that'll work to ramp up the income there. So that's the whole, that's the benefit of this process. And number six, <laughs> I'm looking at you, <laughs> am I spending more money than I should be, i.e., Shiny object syndrome, buying too many supplies, for example, and or am I spending it in the wrong places? So this is about reviewing our expenses, really. Where did we spend the money? How effective was that expense? You know, did it actually give you a return on investment or was it just a waste? Uh, A lot of us in the craft space, (laughs) we love our supplies. We love our materials. We are, we, you know, we see something and we're like, oh, my gosh, I must have that without necessarily thinking of it from our, with our business brain. We're thinking with our creative brain, which is awesome. However, when it comes to h- hitting the buy button, we really need to engage that little business brain. Imagine it's like the angel and the devil in your shoulder. You've got creative you on one shoulder, business you on the other shoulder. Now, they don't have to be at odds with each other, but they have to agree. <laughs> they need to agree that a decision is the right decision. If someone is an illustrator out there and would like to do an illustration of me or yourself with the creative creature on one shoulder and the business creature on the other shoulder, I would love to see that. It would be awesome. But they don't. Yeah, they they have to agree. And if they agree, clicking the buy button is a good idea. Then do it. But if they don't agree, take a step back and take twenty four hours before you do it. That's always that is always my rule. If you know. I'm not 100% sure about clicking the buy button on something to do with my business. I take a step back, wait 24 hours. And if I still think it's important in 24 hours, then I do it. So that's a nice rule of thumb as well. Okay, so that's money. Still with me? Whew, it's good stuff. All right, next theme is vision and time management. So we all have a vision Of where we want our business to end up. Whether or not you've consciously crafted this vision, it's still there. Today, you're going to get real with yourself and find out if the dream is anywhere close to the reality. And you're also going to think about how you manage your time. Let's be honest, time is our most valuable business resource. You can always make more money. You cannot make more time. When you've spent it, it is gone. So thinking deeply about how to best manage your time and what strategies work for you will pay off. Um, if you're a Thriver Circle member, I highly recommend you go take the Time Management for Creatives workshop as a complement to this lesson because that'll you know teach you a number of time management strategies you might like to implement in the new year. So it's Time Management for Creatives under the Workshop tab in the Thriver Circle. Okay, So here's our questions. Number seven, how does my vision of where my business would be by now compare to where it actually is? Keeping in mind my previous answers in this course, why do I think that is? And number eight, how was my time management? Did I choose and stick to strategies and systems that worked for me? My time management this year went through ebbs and flows. Um, because this was sort of the semi sabbatical year, about halfway through the year, I kind of changed what I normally do with with my week. Because I kind of think of I don't I don't really look at time day by day. I mean, I do, but I think of it more in a week level. Because I'm self emplo- completely self employed, uh, I have to decide when I work and and what works for me. So previously we. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday were our set work days. Wednesday was a flexi day. So if, you know, if we had extra work, we would work on the Wednesday. If we didn't, if we were all caught up and everything was copacetic, we had Wednesday off. So that was really nice uh, and it worked really well for years. Uh, This year we switched a little bit. Now Nick does things a little differently to me, but, you know, we have some things that overlap. This year I decided for the last few weeks, uh, sorry, the last few months of the year I wanted to flip that a little bit and make Monday, Wednesday, Friday, my work days and Thursday and Tuesday, my flex days, because I was taking the foot off the accelerator a little bit. I had a little bit more time to myself. You know, there was a little bit less work to do. So I did that and it worked really well. You know, there were some weeks where, I mean, I still on, on, (laughs) to be fair, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I still check my email and answer anything urgent and hop in the Thriver Circle and see what's happening. Those are the two things I still do on those flexi days. However, on the weekend, that's I don't work on the weekend like completely. That's my time. Um, so the flexi days, I still do those really important tasks, but I don't do any. I don't plan any work. You know, I didn't say oh, I didn't do do podcast recording. I didn't do any marketing planning or or implementation so that's how it worked and that was really nice as well um you know i got to go out and do things go to the beach go for walks um be you know read some more books and just have a little kind of a, a not a break but take the like i said take the pedal uh, foot off the pedal a bit however going forward <laughs> into 2018 i'm going to in january uh even well to be fair this last few weeks of december because i'm preparing uh, this course, uh, the handmade business bootcamp, um, the new podcast uh, and video stuff, I've actually switched back to the Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday work um, scheme because I had more work to do. So yeah, I'm going to think about that obviously going forward and see which one I can do. And I might, be, you know, it's flexible. Some some weeks or months, it might be one way and some weeks or months, it might be the other. Sometimes when I'm really busy, I work every day and, you know, if I'm really busy, I will work weekends if I have to. It's just the way, that's the way the cookie crumbles. It's business. Uh, But most of the time I get to have weekends off, which is wonderful. And I'm very, very thankful that I've created a, a business that allows me to do that. So... How was your time management? That was the question. Did you stick to the strategies and systems? You know, morning routine. There's a whole podcast on morning routines. Um, As I said, in the Thriver Circle, there's a time management creators video workshop, um, which if you're a member or you go join, you'll get access to immediately. And you can do that as well. Okay. Our final theme, sales and marketing. So number crunching time. You're going to look at your total sales and... I also encourage you, if you can, to look at your breakdown of sales via the month or even the week or the day. You know, I remember when I think it's when I took a furlough full time. So 2010, I had this goal in my head. <laughs> I, I, I wrote it down on a piece of paper. It was $300. And I said, I'm going to get to a point where I make $300 a day from my business. And I actually wrote that down and I stuck it up on my wall and I did. I got there and now I make more than that. So, you know, at the time, $300 a day was insane. Like it was, it was a huge goal for me. Like it just seemed, it seemed so far away, but now it seems completely reasonable because my business has grown to the point where, it's doable. Okay. So that's the sort of thing that this sort of process can help you do because you see where you are and what the potential is for where you could be. All right. So now you're also going to look at your marketing. Uh, if you've been a bit haphazard about your marketing efforts, you might not have clear results here to analyze. Um, but do what you can to actually find data relating to your marketing so if there's any way you've tracked click-throughs or you know if you've run any ads or you sent emails you'll um publish blog posts stuff like that you can see click-throughs uh people telling you where they found you is always a nice one you know if people buy something from you and they said oh i found you via pinterest or i found you at the market you were at that time it's that's really useful Um, and If marketing is a big thing, like if it's something that, you know, you really need to focus on that's a whole week in the hammer business bootcamp. So I highly recommend you join us for that. So number nine, how did my sales this year compare to previous years? Furthermore, or if it was your first year in business, how did my sales this year compare to my expectations? So two parts there, if if you've been in business for a while, Previous year comparisons always useful, um, and expectations. You know, if you had a goal that you wanted to meet, did you reach it? Did you exceed it? Did you not reach it? And a little bit of why, and you know, think about why that might have been. And hopefully, at this point in the process, you might have an idea about that from what you've already done. Uh, number ten: Where did I focus my marketing energies? Were my chosen marketing strategies effective, or should I change my strategy? Strategies for the coming year, and that is your yearly review. I'm going to quickly review and read back those questions again for you Uh, just as a summary. Number one, what were my three biggest successes this year, and what did I learn from them? Number two, what were my three biggest mistakes this year, and what did I learn from them? Number three. What risks have I been avoiding and why? Number four, what would I do differently if I had the year over again? Number five, what was my business revenue and what were my expenses for the year? And how does this compare with my expectations or goals for the year? Number six, am I spending more money than I should be? And or am I spending it in the wrong places? Imagine, I've I've literally got my hands at my shoulders here. Creative, talky, business talky on my shoulders. (laughs) Are they agreeing? Number seven, how does my vision of where my business would be by now compare to where it actually is? Keeping in mind my previous answers in this course, why do I think that is? Number eight, how was my time management? Did I choose and stick to strategies and systems that worked for me? Number nine, How did my sales this year compare to previous years? Furthermore, how did my sales this year compare to my expectations? And number 10, where did I focus my marketing energies? Were my chosen strategies effective or should I change them for the coming year? If you want to join us for Look Back, Move Forward workshop your way through this with my support and if you're in the circle we're actually going to be talking about it in the circle and sharing it every day as well um and the facebook lives of the facebook lives are obviously free for everybody so don't miss out on those head on over to createandthrive.com forward slash lbmf that's createandthrive.com forward slash lbmf pop your email in and you'll get the free mini course. I hope you find this process very illuminating and very practical and useful going forward into a new year. Um, I know I have, (laughs) and I plan on doing this. Well, I mean, I've always done a bit of a review, but this is the first year, sadly, um, (laughs) that I've actually sat down and really thought about a process and that's why i'm sharing it with you because i've created this for myself and i think that you will find it super useful too and i hope you do so make sure to join us for the mini course and if you want to have your best year ever also join us for the handmade business boot camp which starts on january 8th i'm jess van den this has been another episode of the create and thrive podcast keep thriving and i'll see you again soon bye for now